Day 37, Psalm 37. Well, howdy. What's up, friends? Thanks for joining us today on Day 37. You're on the Crosspoint Scripture Podcast, and uh, thank you for joining us. It's really been fun to, I don't know if the right word is fun, but it's been been fun to me, and I thank to my brothers uh, Josiah and Josh, uh, taking uh, these f- few moments to examine a psalm and see it in the light of Jesus Christ. So we're going to do as we've been doing, and uh, I'm going to jump quickly into the psalm. It is a bit longer. Uh, Read it, and then let's see where we can find Jesus in this psalm. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for the, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked, for the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous." The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance, but the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good, so shall you dwell forever, for the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever, but the children of the wicked shall be cut off. 
The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. He will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away. Behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. A few months ago, my wife and I were having one of those points of disagreement. Uh, If you're married, you have them. And I felt the frustration rising in me. Like, why can't she see how this is affecting me? And frustration turned to anger, which led to a couple of zingers on my part, I'm embarrassed to say. I hurt her. And was I happy then? No. I was ashamed and disappointed in my capacity to listen. My anger led to sin, which needed to be repented of, which I did. To be angry is human, and that's not necessarily sin. It's human to feel anger. Of course, Being angry over petty things does reveal a deeper issue, doesn't it? Still, anger often feels justified when it isn't and even productive, as in, hey, well, if I don't show anger, how will they know how serious I am? But it rarely leads to progress. Uh, The scripture says in another place, the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And this is especially true as it applies to watching people get away with abuse, deceit, or hypocrisy. That's why it's hard for me to pray for my enemies. How about you? I have to ask myself, do I really want them to repent? Or maybe I just want justice. So it's been helpful to me to meditate on portions of Psalm 37 when I'm angry. I've committed even part of the the chapter to memory because it's been so helpful for me. Verses 7 and 8 say, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. And this phrase, refrain from anger and forsake wrath, fret not yourself, it tends only to evil. Yeah. What is needed when I'm angry? 
I, I need a stillness of soul before the Lord. When I can quiet my inner lawyer, my inner justification, that inner defense attorney, and just get myself before God. When I do, I get perspective. If I can give those enemies to him and wait for his justice, I find better solutions. Fretting, worrying about them, uh, the psalmist is right. That tends only to evil. I recommend if you're a person who underlines things, underline or circle that word only. It tends only to evil. Wrathful fretting is a dead end. But it does feel like a solution in the moment, doesn't it? My emotions will tell me, now you're getting somewhere. Why don't you just tell them how you really feel? Give them a piece of your mind. Or lying awake, wondering how long will it be before they get what's coming to them, or the lights come on, or the truth comes to bear. And I have to ask myself, how is that working for me? How is that working for you? Is it really producing good fruit in your life to lie awake, waiting for justice, fretting for it, fretting on how they seem to get by with bad stuff? David, the writer here, gives us a better course of action. Talk about them with God. Be still. Go ahead, lament to God over their stubbornness or rebellion, over their enemy stance. But then wait patiently for God's intervention. If he intervenes, it will always be fair and right. But if you pick up the tool of wrath, of revenge, it will not end well. It tends only to evil. We, we learn so much about this from the life of Jesus, don't we? So often he demonstrated restraint. For example, how long-suffering was he with Judas or with James and John as the sons of thunder? Uh, his stillness before his accusers. The scripture says he was like a lamb led to the slaughter. In other words, he, he didn't bring up his own defense attorney. He was silent when he was unjustly condemned. How could he do all that? He trusted in the goodness of his father. He was still in his soul, waited patiently for his father's commendation. Well, there's plenty for us to pray about here, isn't there? I think, first of all, we need to beware of leaning on the hope of verse 4 that if we delight ourselves in, in God, he gives us the desires of our heart. We can dwell too much on that without dwelling on the truth of the next verses. Refrain from wrath, anger. Stop fretting. It tends only to evil. That's a good place to park and for you and me to think about that and the things that we're fretting about today, the people we're frustrated with, uh, praying for them and quieting our soul before God, trusting in his 
absolute justice that is always fair, always right, never on the timeline or rarely on the timeline that we think it should be. But his ways are perfect. So I hope that you'll trust in that today. Hey, great to be with you. I know this has been just a tad longer today, but a long psalm, and hopefully it's been an encouragement to you as you go throughout your day today. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.